There was some, this yeah. like big resistance with both of us coming back into our small mountain town community, being these two bad moms that go off to the desert with a shaman and do psychedelics. And I think right. that's part of the nervousness, to be honest. Yeah. We're feeling very exposed right now, but at the same time, we feel called to yeah. share our journey because I think when we have resistance against something and it keeps showing up and it keeps showing up and it keeps nudging us, we get to explore why. Drugs. Drugs? Psychedelics. Plant medicine? Whoa! Megan! What? Yes, yes, this is actually happening. You went into the desert with a shaman and did some like psychedelics, <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's what people are saying. Yes, they are. That's what they're saying. We because we that actually happened. <laughs> oh, you guys, welcome to this EP episode where we're gonna get a little crazy. You're gonna see a side to us that is weird and woo woo, weird and woo woo, a little I witchy, like witchy, witchy woo woo, and <laughs> and this episode and. This episode, I am scared as shit to release. Yeah, I'm really scared because of the whole drugs thing. And also, you know, I I still have some hesitation with how people are going to respond because I think there's going to be two sides to the spectrum. People yeah. are either going to love us or hate us. Yeah, we're definitely going to polarize some people right now. And dad, I am so sorry. I know. Sorry, mom and dad. Dad, sorry. <laughs> I did drugs in the desert. <laughs> We're bad moms. Super fucking bad moms. <laughs> when you drop off kids at school, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> People are going to give me weird looks. <laughs> or they're going to ask you for some. <laughs> but like, it's seriously a felony. Like, we are, are we going to jail? Wait, is it? I think so. Oh, wow. Maybe we should question whether or not we want to stream this episode. <laughs> You know, I think it's really interesting. Um, there's so much stigma around, you know, drug use. And the, I'm going to put that in quotes, like drug use. And I yeah. think that, you know, the, the powerful thing here is when you're listening to this episode, to really think of this as Megan and I did this not to check out. Right, Meg? We did this to actually check, check in. in. Yeah. And, you know, we started this episode with a lot of humor and we threw around the word drugs. And I just want to bring it to just a more personal, serious note in the disclaimer of, you know, number one, if you are triggered by drug use or the word, you might want to just question how you respond to this episode because I want to be really understanding and empathic to those that um, are sensitive to to drug use and I don't see this no. as drugs as at all and in fact I think of it as the opposite because when people use drugs and adventure and explore with drugs they usually do that to check out and what you just said jen is we really wanted to go deep we wanted to use this experience as an opportunity for us to explore the edges of our own psyche and and to understand some of the dark nights of the soul that we might be bearing down mm -hmm. and to bring that to light and to explore that was such a beautiful and magical experience that, 
you know, if you are getting those nudges and you're willing to go deep and you're willing to break through and crack open some of the edges of your psyche, then this could be your opportunity to do that. Absolutely. And I do want to say, you know, when we're speaking into plant medicine, we're specifically speaking about our journey with ayahuasca. Um, We're not speaking about any kind of street drugs. This was ceremonial and it was administered with a shaman um, who will be coming on to the podcast to speak about that Mm -hmm. um, after this episode. So we want to clarify that, you know, we did open this with a lot of humor, but at the same time, like this is an opportunity for you to really just explore and be open. And we invite you to use some curiosity here to see if it elicits any kind of a response from you about possibly a journey that you want to go on or even opening up some of those dark areas in your subconscious Mm -hmm. that you might want to crack. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling very exposed right now. I'm feeling totally cracked open, but I'm here for it because I do believe in the magic that can unfold when we're willing to do hard things. Yeah, And, you know, for me, I studied psychology and counseling and yoga and meditation. And so my life's practice has been to dive deep and explore how we process things as a soul having a human experience. And I will say that (laughs) what what I explored and what you explored was nothing I could ever read in a textbook. It's something that you know, I learned from experience and I teach from experience. And this was a way for me to really dig deep and harness my own inner strength that I never knew was there. And it was so magical. And so if anything, I want our listeners to um, say yes to anything that might feel hard, but they're getting that nudge to that's going to help them cultivate this level of strength and resilience. That is exactly what happened for me. Absolutely. And as you'll hear in the interview or the, you know, the podcast episode here with Megan and I, you know, we had very different yet similar experiences. Yeah. And my word was all about surrender through my experience with ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say, I want to bring up something here because my, my life's work has not been that right. My life's yeah. work has not been that. And I, I have these two different sides of me where, you know, I'm really scared because I have these very, like, very, you know, conservative people in my life that are all about military and, um, you know, things like that. And so, so for me, this is, it was very frightening, but I've been called to it for years. And Megan, you even said to me when you had asked, you're like, plant medicine. I'm like, I've been researching it for like ever. I've always wanted to do it. Yeah. And I think your response was, I've never thought you would say yes. I thought you were going to shut the door in my face and be like, hell no. (laughs) So I was so surprised. And, you know, and not just with you, I've been meeting a lot of people who have explored plant medicine and some of them, you know, I kind of prejudge. I'm like, really? Amazing. And so, you know, again, if if you're feeling triggered in any particular way or you might feel a little bit of judgment come up, I just want our listeners with any of the topics like outside of plant medicine. I feel like within this podcast, our job, Jen, is to be able to have hard conversations and break through some of the old 
paradigms and things that might seem taboo or good or bad and just have a conversation around it because I believe when we're able to have a, a conversation around hard things that could be the bridge to us healing mm-hmm. <laughs> um e- whether or not you agree with me it's like let's just have a conversation let's explore this yeah and and having a conversation that has two points of view and being able to be respectful of both exactly points of view yeah. i think is is part of this as well the one thing i do want to say guys before we actually dive into this podcast is meg and i we're back from our experience three days after we recorded this. So it was super raw and it was super just real. And there was no like, the, it was not contrived at all. And so the episode was recorded <laughs> with a little subpar sound because we didn't have our mics on. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. And, you know, it's funny because we've become, we've become sound snobs. Totally sound snobs. <laughs> totally. Well, it's, I, I think it's really important for us to continue to deliver our audience with free, high-quality content and so if you can't hear me or if there's background noise to me, it just annoys the, the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, and so just to know that the reason why we didn't record it, you know, number one, we're still learning this this whole podcasting <laughs> world. So thank you for being patient with us. And number two, I didn't want to re-record it because it wouldn't have had the same effect trying to reenact that. You all know I'm a horrible actress. So to try to say the same thing twice, it just would not come off as powerful. And so thank you guys for being patient. Um, And you might not know this, but for us, we we, notice. Oh, we notice. So we wanted to give that disclaimer before we allowed you to dive in. There might be a little difference in sound quality, but believe me, you do not want us to re-record this because it is so juicy and uh-huh. so raw and completely unedited. So we hope you enjoy this ayahuasca plant medicine journey you're about to go on. Welcome to the Soul Ascend podcast with your hosts, Meg and Jen. We're going to help you mega manifest and generate your soul's highest ascension in business, relationships, spirituality, money, and health. Welcome, and let's dive in. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Soul Ascend podcast. What's up, Megan McCann? I'm, I'm scooting closer to you. <laughs> you nervous? I think I'm more excited than anything because what we're going to talk about today, it can be triggering for a lot of people. Uh, It might um, have the listener either check way in or check way out. For sure. And so I think that's where my nervousness is coming from, but knowing knowing where this is going to go has me even more excited, Jen. Yeah. Okay. That I feel that, and I had this resistance to sharing about this in any other um, platform other than right here. Um, since our experience with ayahuasca, yes, I said the word ayahuasca. <laughs> and um, cats we, out of the bag. We bat. did psychedelics. We we did, and and they're illegal. 
they're illegal and we're bad moms. And we're very bad moms. <laughs> and I think there was some, this yeah. like big resistance with both of us coming back into our small mountain town community, being these two bad moms that go off to the desert with a shaman and do psychedelics. And I think right. that's part of the nervousness to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny because I, I mean, I haven't shared it yeah. on social media at all. Yeah. And I think why I feel more comfortable sharing it here is this is a dialogue. This is a sacred place. I think of this podcast as you're coming into our soul shed and you're learning <laughs> our deepest, darkest secrets. And we get to share who we are and what we embody without apologizing. And I don't want, you know, if you're a mom or a dad or a parent or a good student or whatever box you've put yourself in and you want to explore plant medicine, um, we're not going to tell you one way or the other. We're just going to share our experience and, and help you, you know, come to peace with, you know, how you see yourself in regards to plant medicine. Mm -hmm. But, but I, I think for me, it's something I'm definitely going to do it again. Oh, yeah. We've, we're already scheduling the next one. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> and there is so much hype around it that initially there was a little bit of resistance for me to even explore it because there is so much hype. Yeah. And from the media to other podcasts, it's like, you're either woke or you're not woke. Like, you do plant medicine or you're not plant medicine. Like, for me, it was something that I resisted. And then knowing that because it... I've been called to it for many years. I get to listen to that Mm -hmm. and not the hype and not the do it or don't do it. And so I just want, again, our listeners to come with an open mind and hearing our experience and how they want to show up and how they they feel about it. It's not my job to convince you one way or the other. No, that's not what we're here to do. We're not here to accuse you of doing it and you're right or wrong. We're not hearing to say we're not here to say it's right or wrong. Um, and I'm my intention is not to show up here today and 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 shift your experience or whatever it may be. Like we're we're not going to go down this rabbit hole of sharing the d- intimate details. Megan and I have have come to that place. Well, I think it's sacred. It is. And you know, I've heard a lot of people, um, you know, on a personal level, and then on podcast share mm-hmm. the depths of their soul and their experience and lovely. But I feel like, and I think you agree with me, Jen, in it was very sacred yeah, and, and something that I frankly, quite frankly, I'm still processing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so beautiful. Yeah, it is. And I, and I want to backtrack a little bit. So, so yes, we're talking about plant medicine today on this podcast. We are going to go deep. We are going... We're going to go deep. We're going to go really (laughs) deep. But at first, what I would really like to do is let you guys know, we just experienced this. So Megan and I are still integrating a lot of the after effects of the ayahuasca medicine. And we literally just got back from Sedona with our shaman, what, three days ago? (laughs) Yes. So, So this is still all coming through. And I thought it was a beautiful time to come here and be super vulnerable and open about our experience because it is so fresh Mm -hmm. and it's such a rare opportunity for listeners to really get a very authentic view of what we've gone through. Mm -hmm. And, and so for me and Megan and I, I won't speak for her, but I, I kind of know a little bit about this. We were both called to this plant medicine independently 
over the past few years through each of our unique experiences. And we decided that um, we really wanted to experience this together in a sacred space with another woman who's a shaman. Mm-hmm. And that alone for me was a big leap of faith. Yeah, you know, it's funny because when I asked you, I thought you were going to be a hell fucking no. (laughs) I did. Kind of like when I asked you to do the podcast. (laughs) I thought it was going to be the same thing. And then, then, you know, my my woo-woo-ness would rub off on you and that maybe in 10 years we would do it together Mm. but I was you surprised me I you were a hell yes the minute that I asked you and so thank you for being a hell yes because I honestly don't think I could have gone through that journey with anybody else than than you Jen (laughs) and I've been invited to join ceremonies before and it was never it was never a right fit uh, and I think our experience was so sacred because it was just you and me. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. And it allowed me to not only go into my own experience, but also share in yours. And I think that there's so many sister wounds when you're in such a vulnerable state mm-hmm. and you're so exposed and That's you're right. opening yourself up to the depths of your soul, sharing that with another human being, another woman is something that not a lot of women get to experience now in our culture. And I just feel very honored and grateful that we were able to break down a lot of things that culture says we shouldn't be for each other. And it was just a very sacred, beautiful, um, all-encompassing, expansive moment in my life. So thank you, Megan. Thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm. Okay, so before (laughs) we get any more cheesy... Because it happens. It does. Often. We don't mean to be cheesy. I'm apologizing for past cheesiness, future cheesiness. It's just who we are. So take it or leave it. But I would love to talk about what ayahuasca is not. Because I feel like there might be some people listening who they've either been fed myths about it by the media, by a show from, you know, a friend, and there might be some judgment around it, um, or there might just be confusion around it. So, Jen, what is Mm. ayahuasca not? Oh, so ayahuasca is not a way to check out. Yeah. Okay, so so if people are, are listening thinking this is a drug, it is not a drug. It is a plant medicine that allows you to check in. Yeah. It does not allow you to check out. There's no way out. Believe me, there's no way out. <laughs> and so what ayahuasca is not is it's not a way for you to get into a space in your life that's going to allow you to um, self-soothe. Yeah. It's not meant to be a drug like um, a street drug that you would imagine out there that people use to self-soothe, check out, and right. ease pain. To numb. Yeah. To numb, right? Yeah. It's not that for sure. It's the opposite. Exact opposite. Exact opposite. <laughs> no numbing. No. Everything that you're feeling when you're in the journey is exponential. If you are suffering, you are going to feel it. If you are in pleasure, you're going to fucking feel it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You never really... And for me, what I do want the audience to understand is everyone's experience is very unique. And each time you journey with the plant medicine... It's always a unique experience. So an overarching theme for me 
is that I feel like ayahuasca allows you to be in the human experience, but amplified. Mm-hmm. So you're experiencing all emotions and waves that are more powerful, more immense, more expansive. And to me, you're never more alive or I never felt more alive That's right. yeah. than I was during the journey. Right. Yeah. I mean, even my husband was asking me, like, were you coherent the whole time? Could you have a conversation? Could you process things? Or was your brain on the floor? (laughs) Yeah. And and I just want to, before we go any further, Jen, I Mm -hmm. just want to just use a special disclaimer that we're just sharing our experience. We're not experts in plant medicine by any means. We've had one journey. We're going to have more. Yeah. We've you know, we're working with our shaman. And so I know we're going to have Demi come on, who Mm -hmm. is an expert in this field. So again, as you're listening, don't, don't think that we think that we're experts (laughs) by any means. We are just sharing our experience, hoping that it might um, help you overcome some of the roadblocks that you're having with plant medicine or with something else that that's been nudging you and calling you. And I know there are other forms of plant medicine other than ayahuasca mm-hmm. that um, is a whole other episode in itself. But I just I just want you guys to to listen and hear that we're sharing our journey, yeah. and we're very we're feeling very exposed right now. But at the same time, we feel called to yeah. share our journey because I think when we have resistance against something and it keeps showing up and it keeps showing up and it keeps nudging us, we get to explore why. And this was one of those experiences where I kept getting nudged. I kept having resistance. There kept being hurdles, but at the same time, I couldn't ignore it. I couldn't ignore the calling to go deeper within myself. And this is exactly what happened for me. Yeah. It was scary as fuck. I'm just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was scared to death, but that's, I, I really was. like. Well, but were you scared to death the whole time? Because... No. I'm, well, let me, let me explain. So I was scared to death going into it, right? Like yeah. I was scared of what the, because it's unknown. I mean, everyone's, you're yeah. always afraid of the unknown. Totally. There's not a human out there percent. or anyone listening yeah. right now that's going to say, oh, I'm not scared of the unknown. We're all scared of the unknown. And to let go of my physical control of myself, my emotional control, every part of me that wants to control and hold, you have to surrender Mm -hmm. at every cell, every, every way, every moment, you have to continue to keep surrendering. While you're enjoying this episode, we're gonna take a moment to pause and tell you about the next level of your ascension. Imagine white sandy beach for miles (laughs) the smell of coconut and sunscreen and a sacred sisterhood with yours truly meg and jen we're inviting you to join us at our next retreat in saint pete's the soul ascend retreat august 19th to the 22nd how can they find it, Jen? They can go to our website, which is soulascendpodcast.com for all the juicy details. And if you check us out on IG, you'll probably see amongst awkward pictures of yours truly, 
some glorious St. Pete's beach photos where you can join us in paradise. See you there. And for me, and I know Megan, we talked about this, up until the day of ceremony, when we went into ceremony for the journey, I was so scared oh. and so racked with like Me nerves. Oh, I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. I was like, am I going to come back a different person? Yeah. Am I going to get lost into the abyss? The abyss and in a different dimension? Like yeah. I just had all, I mean, clearly, hello, that doesn't happen. No. But, um, but when we go into the unknown, we tend to look at worst case scenario and we tend to look through the lens of fear because that is our ego protecting us. Mm-hmm. The ego wants us to stay in comfort. The ego does not want us to do ayahuasca. And if we do, if, if we do, the ego wants the whole world to know and be considered a saint for it. <laughs> now we're all shamans. Now, now we're so fucking woke. We're so fucking woke. Well, well, and I realize that after doing that, there's so much more unknown that mm-hmm. I don't know. I realize how unwoke I am, but my curiosity to expand is so much greater now in trying new things and le- uh, leaning into the unknown for my expansion. I I just feel like I have this huge weight off of my shoulders. Yeah. I can't explain it, but I, Jen, I just feel lighter yeah. on a cellular level, on a spiritual level, on a emotional level I feel so much lighter because I was able to purge the heaviness of shame of guilt of um, just so many so many things that I have been taking on and burying down and not worked through I felt like I was able to let go of that during ceremony yeah yeah I mean Right before we started recording, I told Megan, and I love that you said that, um, because I it does get to be, we do create levity here. It doesn't have to be so heavy, but there is heaviness in the journey. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and for me, for me, um, I am such an A-type, right? I have such a con- <laughs> so many control issues, right? Ew. I do, yeah. What? For, for real. And for me, what happened during journey and what's happening now as I'm integrating is I realized that I have surrendered to my own sovereignty. Mm. And surrendering to my own discernment. Surrendering to trusting so deeply on a cellular level, my knowing, that it was literally one of the most profound, and it's still becoming more and more profound as I work through that, Mm-hmm. And realize that my responsibility is not to be enmeshed with others. My responsibility is not to be an enabler or be enabled. It's to be in my sovereignty and my yeah. own discernment. And that's what I created when I was able to fully and completely surrender every part of me. And that happens in the journey. It happened for me in the journey. Oh, yeah. I mean, I surrender was what got me through it. Mm. And when Demi said, have courage, mm. before we drank the plant medicine. Because you do drink it. Was, it. You drink know. it. And I actually liked the taste. I know. What? Yeah, Everybody was, says how awful it is. I liked it. I did too. We had the same experience when Demi said, right before, with our shaman, her name is Demi. 
before you drink the medicine, she says, always have courage. Yeah. And when I drank it, it's a dark, and so just so people know the logistics, it's a dark, thick, murky liquid because it comes from root and um, vine. So it's a combination of two, the ayahuasca vine, and then what is it, shakua? Root? I can't needs, remember. Uh, correct me, I'm sure. Somebody correct us now, but yeah. it's it's something that I can't pronounce, I so I won't sure try. Yeah, I think okay. it's something like that. So it's gritty, um, and it remind, reminded me of cacao. Totally. Yeah. Me too. Okay. That's why I liked it. I love cacao. It was bitter, thick, and um, so we drank, uh, and it's about, and I just want people to understand, like, we're not drinking a gallon of liquid, right? It's just a few ounces that you drink. Well, and what I loved about our experience, Jen, was, well, we've said this before, it was just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, you know, I'm an empath and I take on, if I'm not careful, I can take on other people's energies. (laughs) Like if somebody walks into a room to give you an example, and I think a lot of you that are listening are are like me in this way. If somebody is going through something very negative, um, I will process that energy. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, to number one, have just you because I already know your energy. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm doing a podcast with you for a reason because I love it and I, I get fuel off of it. But um, the second thing was how intentional we both were going into it and how intentional Demi was mm-hmm. going into the experience. And I've heard that a lot of people just drink, like they don't portion out they just drink until they don't want to drink anymore Mm. and the effects of that not measuring how much you're actually drinking demi measured two ounces and was very if we wanted more an hour and a half later Mm -hmm. we could have a little bit more and i think for me that gave me peace of mind that i wasn't going to be out of control because everything was very strategic instead of you know imagine going to the bars and you're like okay i'm just going to drink whatever i want and <laughs> six shots later you're like oh shit i am so checked out yeah and that's what i didn't want to happen and that did not happen no it didn't happen at all i was actually very surprised by almost the and not to say that it's a science but there is a method that oh yeah that I think is really important. And I think that in some ceremonies I've read about, it is just kind of like drink until you're you're feeling great. But for us, it was, you know, very methodical. It was very, yeah. it was very intentional. We, it was very thought out. And I did drink more. And I'll just be really honest. We were given two and a half ounces when we started because Megan and I both shared with Demi that we were a little bit apprehensive about going right into it. So we started with a two and a half ounce dose. And then um, about an hour and a half later, she poured another two ounces and asked if we wanted it. And I did want it. And I drank all of it. And I felt great. It was calling me. I literally (laughs) felt the need to drink more of it. And I did. And it was perfect. And my experience was that it was the right amount for me. And my body told me that I wanted (laughs) more. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I know why we're laughing. So Jen went first, and, and then Demi was like, "You're gonna, do you want more?" And so I go up, and I'm like, with my mouth closed and nodding, mm-hmm, but very apprehensive. And so she gives me the cup, and I, I, I don't know if I pretended to drink or not, like the tiniest little sip, and, and I gave it back to her. And she she looked up the cup and looked at me, and she's like. 
that's cute. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> because my body didn't well, want more. Mm-hmm. And, and I wasn't even really in the journey yet, but uh-huh. I had this inner knowing that I don't need more at this moment. If mm-hmm. I want more later, I can go back to it. But it was me trusting my intuition and saying, you know, you're telling me maybe I should have more because I'm not in journey yet, but, and you're a guru, I should do everything that you say. And because she's has our best interests, because she knows, you know, all these things. But my inner knowing was like, I'm just going to wait a little bit and see how this pans out. And I'm so glad I didn't have more because that was the perfect amount for me to really go into my journey. I think from what I've heard from other people is they've had too much, they're checked out and they're not processing through their journey the way that they wanted to because they're, they were vomiting and purging and, you know, all these things in a way that was out of their control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't have any thought at any point during the journey for me, I didn't feel like I was checked out. I felt that Mm -hmm. I was completely in my body. Like I was completely in my consciousness. I wasn't out of control. And I was curious when you said in the beginning that Luke asked you, if your head was on the floor and how you responded to him. Yeah. Um, Because I did feel like, I mean, if you needed to get up and go, because you, you do take ceremony laying down. Right. In your own space that you create comforts and nurturing um, the situation, however it makes you feel best. And you can get up and use the restroom. You can get water if you need it. I wasn't incapacitated in any way. Right. And that was interesting. Yeah. And that was my response. I mean, I didn't want to have a conversation with anybody else because the whole intention was to go inward, not to, I mean, even in the beginning, I was like mentally poking you. I wanted to keep poking you. (laughs) Timmy's like, don't touch each other. I'm like, Timmy, can I please talk to Jen? She's like, no talking. I'm like, how am I going to sit here next to her for five freaking hours and not talk to her? We've never done that before. So there were parts where I wanted to talk to you, and then I'm sure that's when you heard me giggling. Yes. And I had to put my head under the covers <laughs> because I'm like, if I don't put my head under the covers, I'm just going to keep like wanting to touch her and poke her. <laughs> so I was giggling because it was to me it was just so funny. Yeah. And and it, you do have a sense of euphoria that I think you see things and they're funnier than you normally would think, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I was never at any point checked out belligerent, like no. I had just done five keg stands right. and and blacked out. Have like, you done you know, five keg stands? Yes. I'm just curious. <laughs> Absolutely. Softball initiation, <laughs> college, sorority, like all, yeah, everything. I was I was actually the keg stand champion. No, I would be all the boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was a different person. Now I won't even drink beer. I've never seen you drink beer. No, I don't drink beer. Because yeah. it doesn't make me feel good after. Yeah. It's not that I I don't like I, I like it. I just don't like how I feel after. Yeah. Right? And so I used to, you know, if you know my story, in high school, I was a photo of life at the party. In college, um, I played a Division One sport. And then I also was in a sorority and, you know, partied with the best of them. Mm. In Isla Vista. So that was my contrast in knowing that I do have that inside of me. But now that I'm older, now that I'm a mom and, and I just, I like to 
be in control of my body and my mind. I don't like to be checked out and off into the abyss. Um, I I don't do that anymore. I mean, I'm almost 40, so. (laughs) I'm so glad you said that, though, because I think some people think that this plant medicine is a way to be checked out and out of control. Oh, it's it's the opposite. It's absolutely the opposite. It's absolutely the opposite. And I want to, if this is okay with you, Megan, I'd really like to share with the audience a little bit about the logistics because I think it's important because I think for me, not knowing like what ceremony looks like. Oh, sure. Was really kind of a stopping point. I really wanted to know. Uh-huh. And I know all ceremony is different. It's different. many yeah. ways to experience and go on this journey and whatever calls you is, is beautiful. We were called to work with a shaman that was a woman that would be in sacred space with us without any other beings or energies like we talked about. Um, But for me, it was really interesting because I had this imagination that we would be completely like standing up and talking and I would be, we would be doing things and going places and walking around. Like Megan even said, I'm going to go climb a tree. What if I want to go climb a tree? (laughs) (laughs) And it's very it's very opposite of that. It's very peaceful. And, um, well, that is, was our experience. Yeah. So I, I, I think there might be some right. other modalities. And I think another, another thing, uh, just to detract a little bit as far as like the myth and what ayahuasca is, is not, yeah. is I, I thought it was like a cult, like the media depicts it to be very cultish Mm -hmm. where, you know, you wear your white robes and you chant together and you, (laughs) you know, do all these things that I'm not, you know, if that's what you Mm -hmm. love, amazing. Mm -hmm. But I think some of the fear was feeling like it was maybe cultish. Like we had to like join a certain church or a certain, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like do what other people were doing and follow the rules of the cult. And that is not how you and I both operate. Um, So I know that each shaman will facilitate their ceremony in a unique way but i really loved the way that ours was facilitated i felt like it was really true to our personalities for sure and i think it i think it spoke to both of us because there is a music element to the journey that is pretty incredible for me well that's what activated the journey for me was the music and i think you and i are both so connected to music. I mean, my husband's a musician, my daughters are musicians and my, um, I have a lineage of opera singers and, mm-hmm. and musicians. And so that was what activated the journey for me was surrendering to the music and embodying the music in my experience to where I got to go wherever the music wanted to take me. Mm-hmm. And that was the most, one of the most powerful things about my journey was that, that cause we talked about surrender and the music gave me permission to just be and walk through this beautiful journey with, with it. It was amazing. I'm like, anyway, I know <laughs> I, I 100% agree. Um, it was like gliding through, you know, all these different experiences and emotions with the music. And, you know, inside my journey, it was it was a big contrast, right? For me, there was a lot of contrast. There was a lot of duality. 
inside when I went on my journey. Um, I don't know if you felt that, but there was a lot of duality and emotion. Oh, there was absolutely. A, there was yeah. a lot of duality of dark and light. There was a lot of um, duality of masculine and feminine. Uh-huh. Um, it was all pleasure and pain and surrender and control. It was all very beautiful to see it unfold. Right. In that way. Um, and, and I think that people need to know also, it's not never ending. And I think Jason, like my husband, Jason was like, um, like, were you, when you came out of it, were you like hung over? Like, what was, could you move? Like he had all these questions. And for me, you know, it was a good four or five hours, right, Meg? Mm-hmm. But it felt a lot longer. Oh, my God. It felt like a <laughs> fucking week. Yeah. It was so... There was at one point where it was actually after the ceremony where I went to go to the bathroom and there was a full moon outside. And so I saw the light come through and I was like, oh, the sun's rising. It's 5 a.m. No, it was 10.30 p.m. <laughs> It was it so time like, and space is is not part of the equation. It's not, and yeah. that's a really interesting concept. Like you think about how just how disjointed it was for us. Like we, I literally felt the same way after the ceremony. I thought it was like six a.m. when we were yeah. finished, and it was like you said, eleven p.m. when I went yeah. and got a glass of water. And then after ceremony, um, you know, you can kind of. And in our experience, you know, you were kind of free to move about and Mm -hmm. do what you would like to do. And I remember just wanting to be in your energy. Mm -hmm. I remember, and and Demi was there with us, and I just remember wanting to continue to feel that, like, sacred bubble of yumminess, just, like, all this goodness. Totally. I didn't want to leave you, even though I was so tired. I know, me too. I was like, I should go to bed, but I'm not going to. And so we just laid in the living room all night long. It was, it reminded me of slumber party as a little girl. It was so cute. It was. And we kind of giggled, and we didn't say much, but we... We did share a few things in that uh-huh. moment, but we were all still kind of in our own experience, yet we were sharing energy, and I thought it was really beautiful. Yeah. One of my favorite parts was that afterglow of ceremony and being with the bold of Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorite parts. And then going back to the music, we're going to have Demi on this podcast, yes. but her voice... Mm. D- and she channeled the angels from above. Yes. I And she was speaking, uh, she was singing in Spanish mm-hmm. for most of the time. And um, so it gave me this greater connection to the roots behind the, the plant medicine being from the Amazon. And then also um, just to the power of music. And I'm kind of bilingual, but not really. I've, I've lost a lot of it. But it wasn't what she was saying. It was it was just really feeling what she was saying. Megan's moving in a really cool way. I'm like dancing. (laughs) (laughs) And there was one point, and this is the only personal thing that I'm going to share about my experience. There was one point. (laughs) There was one point she goes from being this beautiful Peruvian woman, you know, singing from the depths of the Amazon in Spanish to hitting this high octave that sounded exactly like my grandmother who had passed, who was this opera singer. And I felt such a strong connection to her Mm. and almost like she, you know, channeled my grandmother 
and you can interpret that however you want to but it was it was so beautiful it was so impactful and it's something that I'm going to remember forever Mm, I love that you (laughs) shared that I was hoping you would that's a beautiful part of your journey that I loved it wasn't well I just felt supported I felt this motherly energy and if we look at ayahuasca it's plant medicine from our mother earth Mm. and so I felt so held Mm. by mother earth and again you can interpret this however you want to but my interpretation is in honoring the roots and honoring the plants and showing gratitude for it and at the same time I also felt so it was this like this beautiful relationship between myself and the medicine and feeling so held Mm. by our planet and supported and feeling the suffering and how much we've been abusing it but also the beauty and it just took me down this journey of really connecting to to the mother earth connecting to nature and um and you know what we need to hug more trees (laughs) especially those that grow ayahuasca um we need to definitely hug those and maybe eat them yeah and I I love that you said that because we had very different experiences but yet the same in Mm -hmm. that way yeah I'm not going to share too many personal experiences but I will share an overarching theme that kind of aligns with that so people can understand maybe a contrast yeah um because everyone's experience is completely unique and what I experienced because I feel like the medicine is so ancient it is so deep in our ancestral lineage. Yeah. Um, I believe that, you know, the culture and indigenous cultures have used it for so forever. And so for me, I was feeling um, the connection to humanity through the journey where all of the joy, all of the pleasure, all of the expansiveness, all of the freedom, all of the pain, all the suffering, I was feeling through the lineage of humanity. And... Um, I was connected to more of of this embodiment of what the medicine has done and cultivated in humanity, oh. whereas you were pulling that connection from Mother Earth, and I was pulling mm-hmm. it from the human aspect, yeah. which I think is really interesting. Uh-huh. Um, but we were still experiencing, you know, the suffering of all. The suffering of one is the suffering of all. The yeah. healing of one is the healing of all. The healing of the Earth is the healing of us all. So it was just in different contexts which I thought was really amazing. Totally. Um, And you know what it reminds me of? (laughs) Is Moana. I wish it was Moana. She's Disney again. (laughs) This is a theme for Meg. (laughs) Because people can relate to to the story of Moana and restoring the heart of Te Fiti. And that is nourishing our planet and taking care of our planet. And so I don't want to go into too much of a tangent, but... Um, to me it was it was an extraordinary experience and it helped me lift this veil that um, and and just finding this deeper connection to to our planet and and asking how can I how can I get better Mm -hmm. because I know I still have a lot to work on yeah when it comes to taking care of our planet yeah and I think it, it also spoke to me like this word of like regenerative yeah um you know, there was a, a lot of a, a big theme about regeneration and, and regenerating ourselves, regenerating humanity, regenerating, yeah. um, you know, these these things that we have left behind 
and we haven't reinvigorated or brought forward in a long time. And so for me, a lot of that was coming through about how to be regenerative. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I think that for me also, the journey took me to places that allowed me to, um, and I know this is a little personal, so maybe I will share a little. Oh, what? This is a little personal. Where I, I found the ability to trust what I've always known okay. about who I am. So I, inside I found that I know I'm meant to be a freedom fighter. Mm-hmm. I know I'm meant to stand for people. Mm-hmm. And, and I know I'm meant to stand for a large amount of people. And it was almost validation inside where I could feel that in my bones, right? In my ancestry, in my lineage and feel that. And so my experience coming out was almost like an affirmation of, okay, you're right in your purpose. You're right on your divine path. And that was a really beautiful moment for me. It was almost like permission to continue on this aligned journey that we're on. You know what I'm going to say right now? But You were at Lagatha. <laughs> I was. I was Lagatha. I was Lagatha. And the archetype. I, yeah. yeah, I felt, and I was whole, and, and there were moments, Megan, where I felt I was um, standing for you. Oh, yeah. Remember? You were Lagatha for me. So Lagatha is a Viking shield maiden. Mm-hmm. And... And yeah, you you supported me in this really beautiful way. And it wasn't that, you know, you were physically holding my hand, but I could just feel, Mm -hmm. uh, feel your support and feel the connection. Yeah. And, and unlike you, I'm not as, I'm not as much of an empath as you are. And so, yeah, yeah, I'm not. What I I, know that. And what I mean by that is, um, I know that when you 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 take on people's energy and you have boundaries. I do. Yeah. I do. And and that's why I believe that sometimes in in coaching situations or when I'm working with clients I can hear and 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 hold yeah. space. Yeah. I have a vast ability to hold a lot of space. Mm-hmm. And so during ceremony I felt as if I was I was there to hold space as well, which was interesting. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I cool. I love it. It's a little personal. <laughs> So Jen, did you uh, think we were going to talk about all this stuff? No, we we would, and this is so funny, you guys, because we like had a little powwow before we came on. We're like, ooh, ooh, do we're we like? We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk. <laughs> Wait, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and I think this, and we just decided to go into it and, and let things yeah. come up as they needed to come up. Um, and I think those of you that are listening, that are still listening, right, are you might be called to this, you might not. Um, but I think that if there's questions that you're having right now about the journey, um, there's a reason why there's questions that you have about the journey. <laughs> totally. Okay. So this is going to lead into our next step, which oh. is the assignment. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who might be new to the podcast, Megan and I really love to interact I mean, we want this to be very connected. Mm-hmm. And so the way that we do that is we have two things we do during every podcast, and we have a soul ascendment and a soul assignment. And so the ascendment is a mantra, something that you can take with you through the day, maybe through the week, that will support you about things mm-hmm. that we've maybe brought up for you during this podcast. Yeah. So what are you feeling, Meg? Well... I think surrender is a huge mantra for this podcast because it took us a lot of courage and the courage to surrender 
to our journey together mm-hmm. and so I think I think we can articulate a, an, a soul assignment so I think the ascendment would be surrendering mm-hmm. and then the soul assignment will be how can I cultivate ways and how can I surrender to my highest ascension oh I love that and I really love the surrender but I, I almost want to add yeah I want to surrender to the unknown uh huh. I allow myself to surrender yes. to the unknown. To the unknown. Yeah, that takes courage. There's so much resistance in the unknown. There's so much mm-hmm. resistance. So how can we? How can we um, in our daily life today, right now? Yeah, Megan. Um, how can I? If you're coaching yeah. me, yeah. How can I take action in surrender? Ooh, oh, I love this. Yeah. How can I? Okay. Making a list of things you've never done before, but that have been calling you. So whether it's skydiving, whether it's traveling to a foreign country, whether it's taking a kundalini yoga class, um, whether it's reaching out to somebody who you're maybe afraid to speak to. So, yes. So that there's so much unknown. And it takes a lot of courage to do things like that because, like I was saying before, the ego tends to dramatize is that a word dramatize yeah. no it's not a word but we can make it a it's word. in our dictionary we make up soul ascend <laughs> podcast words all the time <laughs> it's totally going in our it dictionary is. tends to dramatize our the unknown <laughs> and um and i think for me it it was there was so much fear going into the journey because it was unknown. Yeah. And then once once you and I surrendered on that day right before, mm-hmm. it was pure euphoria yeah. before even drinking the plant medicine because they knew on the other end of my surrender was massive expansion. Yeah. And that's what it's been for me. So whether it, it could be plant medicine, it could be another form of plant medicine, it could be some of the things that I just talked about, skydiving, talking to a person you've never talked to before, um, saying yes to a new coach, uh, just saying yes to something new mm. and seeing how you evolve in that saying yes into the unknown. I really love that so much. Yeah. This is one of my favorite soul assignments. Yeah, that's I love a good list. So we're going to make a list of three to five things that are calling us, yes. that we need to surrender to, we want to surrender to. And then we would love for you everyone listening to send us your soul assignments send them to us send them to us at the soul or is it soul ascend podcast it's soul ascend podcast.com although we might own both of those now we do because I, I think do. we made a mistake but we'll see yeah <laughs> so either, either one you're gonna find us or you can reach out to us on instagram at soul ascend podcast uh-huh, that's right thank you meg this has been so much fun I, I feel lighter this. doing this. I was I was a little nervous because of the unknown. Yeah, I think, yeah. and there's just so many. I mean, there's just so many stigmas attached to things like this. So, I think it was really brave of us, and I'm really proud of yeah. you. And you're a great mom. You're a great mom too. Thanks. I love you. I love you too. Did you love this episode? We love connecting with our audience, and we want to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share. You can also follow us on Instagram at Soul Ascend Podcast. And don't forget, when you write a five-star review, screenshot it and send it to us at info at soulascendpodcast.com and we will send you our top 10 
Manifestation Hacks. 